0: Welcome back to Ghostbusters Minute. Ghostbusters Minute is the fan podcast that chronicles and overanalyzes the classic 1984 film Ghostbusters Minute by Minute. I'm Kyle. I'm Brady. And today we're here to bring you overanalyzation of minute number 50. Brady, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. Ready to uh, get into minute number 50. Minute number 50. Got a lot of Sigourney Weaver in this minute. So, in the previous minute, we saw Lewis Tully corner Dana Barrett in her apartment hallway while a supernatural thunderstorm raged on outside. At minute number 50, Lewis tells Dana that she can bring her date along to this party. She smiles and tells him that maybe they will stop by. Lewis tells her that he, anou- he will announce their impending arrival to the rest of the party guests and that they will be playing Twister and Brig dancing later at 50 minutes eight seconds lewis goes back into his door excuse me lewis goes back to his door and is again locked outside of his apartment at 50 minutes 11 seconds as lewis pounds on his door to get back in dana walks into her darkened apartment at 50 minutes 25 seconds as dana walks back into her apartment she begins to take her jacket off as the storm can be heard outside at 50 minutes 37 seconds dana's phone rings at 50 minutes, 50 seconds, Dana says hello to her mother on the other line as she continues to disrobe. At 50 minutes, 59 seconds, Dana tells her mother that she has to go. So, as we said, not really a whole lot going on in, in this minute. There's a little bit more in the next minute because of dialogue and stuff like that, but this one is uh, kind of finishing the conversation that Louis Tully and Dana Barrett had outside the apartment, Con- uh, you know, continuing that comedic storyline on and uh then dana just kind of walking around it's kind of a mood setting moment
1: that's right um something else that's going on in this is their very simple approach to building the universe and building the the scale of what this movie is taking place in Uh, another good example is when peter and dana are up by the fountain and she's saying that you're a big celebrity now and he says oh i got people lining up all over you know ready to abuse me uh she's now talking to her mom which, again, is saying, that, you know, hey, there's a backstory here. We're going to approach that with Dana. Mm-hmm. And also, yes, Mom, the guy's on TV. And that's just building, building, building the universe of this movie, the world of this movie. And it's done very, very, very simply. I like that. Yeah. And we have,
0: not to spoil too much. I mean, if, you've seen, if you're if you at this point in the movie, you've probably seen, in this point in the podcast, you've probably seen Ghostbusters before. You know what's about to come. You know, Dana is going to be confronted by Zool. So the majority of this moment is setting up the tone, kind of lulling you, you know, not to sleep, but just kind of like letting you down slowly. Just kind of saying, hey, you know, it's a quiet night. There's a quiet storm going on outside. There's not a whole lot in this to tell, to let you know that some bad stuff is about to happen, right? Dana's going to be looking at that kitchen door and it's going to start stretching and, you know, demonic forces behind it and everything. So another thing that this minute does is it kind of concludes almost the Lewis Tully-Dana Barrett relationship. You know, we have seen him up until this point as kind of the annoying neighbor. Or the, I wouldn't say really creepy so much as just desperate and kind of weird guy who lives across the hallway. Seems kind of protective of Dana. You know how he yeah, tried yeah. try to break into her apartment, to turn the TV off so she wouldn't get in trouble. Uh, but this is the moment where she's kind of like, kind of lets him know that she's not interested. You know, she's like, Louis. I have a date tonight. I'm just, you know, we're not cutting from the same cloth. This is not going to work out for you and I. You know, he is kind of deflated. And it's funny when, she, when he hears that, he says, oh, all right. Well, you guys, you yeah. can bring him over. You know, kind <laughs> of like, I'm not, I can't have you. You know, you're not mine. Yeah. It's not meant to be. But you know what? I'll try to be friends
1: with the guy anyway. And Which yet, is, not to jump too far ahead, but next time they meet, he's going to be getting his way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the next time they meet, it's going to be very different. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But this, uh, it also kind of sets up that there's this party going on. You know, Lewis is. It's so funny because he's so deflated and he's so interested in Dana. He goes back into the party, and then that blonde kind of stands up and she's like, Lewis, I'm leaving." Yeah. And it's it's a weird. There's not a whole lot of story that goes into that, but you're almost kind of left with the feeling that that blonde came there to see Lewis. Like,
1: yeah, I know. It's maybe, it's funny because like uh, most of the other people at the party are like nerds and everything. They look like they're kind of. People of his ilk, and yes. then there's this like gorgeous blonde
0: who might have come. in? he's completely just ignoring her because he's interested in Dana Barrett. Yeah, and you know it's it's a pretty funny joke. And what happens to her after
1: that is pretty funny as well. But uh, it's yeah. kind of a very dark joke for the movie. We'll get into it in a few minutes whenever she comes uh, into the picture. But um, you'll be surprised who she is. She's the girlfriend of a uh, big celebrity at the time, and someone who's connected with Ghostbusters. But we'll get into that later.
0: So, I have a couple of notes here on Sigourney Weaver, uh, because uh, this is actually a, a Mundana. Get it? This <laughs> is a Mundana bear. So, Sigourney Weaver is actually the only main Ghostbuster cast member with any actual New York ties. She was born on October 8th, 1949 in Manhattan. She's received her BFA from Stanford in 1972, and her MFA from Yale University in 1974. So, she's got a lot of credentials. You know, she's, uh, she's a bigwig. She has her MFA from Yale. You know, for gosh sakes. Oh, yeah. For gosh sakes. But she's also, its I think, I, I find it funny. This is such a New York, a quintessential New York movie, and most of the cast is either from Canada or Chicago. <laughs> um, so Weaver was nominated for a Drama Desk Award for the 1980 off Broadway play Das Lustania Songspiel and received a Tony Award nomination for the 1984 play Hurley Burley and she's probably most widely known for her work in sci-fi films like the Alien series and Ghostbusters. She also has made cameos in films like The Cabin in the Woods and Wally. So, you know, it, so Gurney Weaver is I think a staple or, or, or kind of an icon of geek cinema, you know, yeah, because she really of her is. role in this and of course her role is Ellen Ripley in the Alien series. Uh but um I think she's a fantastic a fantastic actress and I think she really brings kind of a um a serious side to this comedy that keeps it grounded. Yeah, a
1: level of class.
0: Yeah. It's, you know, except for, you know, Egon and Ray are kind of crazy characters. Winston is a grounded in the real world character. Peter Venkman kind of has his foot in both. He's real world and he's also kind of zany. But Dana Barrett is strictly real world. You know, she doesn't even have a hint of anything kind of like crazy going on until she is possessed by Zool in an upcoming
1: minute. Right. Yeah. So. So, um... This is... It's, it's funny, because this is such, like, a typical conversation with a mom. Like, okay, mom. Yes, mom. Yeah. All that. But um whenever she says it's just happened that one time... The one time. Yeah. yeah. I have... Yeah. So, she's referring to uh, the refrigerator.
0: That's what I would assume. That yeah. there's something weird that happened. So, you know... Is she, there
1: something we're missing?
0: Uh... No, I, I would I just assume that the, the the time period that has lapsed between this and when she talked to Peter
1: Vankman um, when he came over to her apartment to look at everything it's probably only been like a couple of weeks time. Yes, right? And in the next minute we'll get to it. Um, I think she is referring to the refrigerator instance uh, incident because she says just that one time and we're about to see. It wasn't just that one time. Yeah.
0: Well, up until this point, it was at one time. (laughs) Correct. And we see her back in her apartment during the montage scene, you know, stringing her cello and doing sit-ups and stuff like that. So we can see that things have calmed down significantly. She had that one weird experience, but she's comfortable in her apartment again. She's comfortable going into the apartment and disrobing in the dark, and she doesn't seem to be too spooked by anything. Right. Uh, So... This scene kind of reminds me of the scene in Alien when she is getting undressed before she goes into her hyper sleep pod mm-hmm. uh, because it's just kind of this like moment where she's just kind of calm and you think it's kind of like everything's like, you know, on a downturn. And then in a second, uh, she's going to see Zul face to face, whereas in Alien, she kind of removes all of her clothes and then all of a sudden we see or she, or she kind of gets ready. To, to go to sleep And then all of a sudden The alien comes after You know
1: her. what's interesting Ghostbusters 2 When she's about to Bathe Oscar And she's taking her shirt off Yeah And then right after that The bathtub You know what is this Is this like some kind of Trend for I her? think it is
0: I think you know There's a lot of actors Who uh, you know Tom Cruise is always Running in his movies Tom Hanks is always peeing Tom Hanks his, is always yeah. peeing And crashing uh, different planes He's a bad travel guy You know Uh uh, Brad Pitt's always eating. I think a lot of actors have these trademarks that they kind of they look at themselves in the mirror, maybe with their agent or a couple of acting you know uh, types, and they say like, okay, what's my thing? What do I do in movies? And you know, uh, people that write scripts are really a- uh, analytical about these things. They'll go back and watch other movies, and they'll kind of like pick up on things that characters do before they kind of like disarm themselves. So when we see Sigourney Weaver removing her clothes, it's not to be tantalizing. It's meant to be like, okay, I'm becoming more vulnerable. So at this point, Dana Barrett. Garrett, a tough-as-nails character up until this point, is really showing her vulnerability. She's tired. She's exhausted. Lewis is harassing her in the hallway. She comes in, talks to her mother, which is a whole nother level of her getting harassed, and she just kind of takes everything off. And in the following minute, we'll see her just kind of completely deflate and just kind of lean back in her chair, you know, kind of like saying like, okay, how long do I have before Venkman gets here? I need to have a glass of wine and ready myself for more harassment.
1: So, Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Uh, That's all that I've got for this minute. Yeah, that's pretty
0: much all I have as well. So, folks, uh, thank you so much for joining us here for Minute Number 50. Like we talked about at the top of the show... Jurassic Park Minute is coming check out Jurassic Minute on Twitter and Facebook.com slash Minute. Uh, we're going to be launching that on October 17th uh, if you want to go ahead and subscribe to that now we're going to be dropping a few little mini episodes to kind of update you on our progress and how everything is going on that right. show
1: and the pilot drops today yeah the pilot so is out. out
0: right now so if you've listened to Ghostbusters Minute and you want to get some you know more Brady and Kyle in your ears go ahead and subscribe to Jurassic Park Minute and check out the pilot check out the teaser that we made and uh, get pumped y'all because we got more this stuff coming
1: yeah yeah let's all do right it.
0: great well all right Brady uh ready to go
1: let's do it let's get out of here all
0: right well I'm Kyle I'm Brady and we're here to remind you that death is but a door time a window we'll be back
1: Ghostbusters Minute is a fan-supported podcast to become a patron of Ghostbusters Minute and gain access to exclusive weekly bonus content visit us at patreon.com slash gbminutes if you like the podcast then leave us a review on iTunes you can contact us at GhostbustersMinute at gmail.com and visit us online at GhostbustersMinute.com, Facebook.com slash GhostbustersMinute, Twitter.com slash GBMinute, and look us up on Instagram at GhostbustersMinute. Our theme song is Ectoplasm by Nautics, which is licensed under the Creative Commons Attributions License.